0: again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider and St. Podcast. I appreciate you guys uh, doing a podcast back to back. Today's date is July 10th. The year is 2023. I have a special guest here that I wanted to get him on as soon as possible. It's, it's a busy season. It's contract season and he's a feeder driver. So I've been talking to him for a while now before I get to him. Uh, just want to give you guys update on the show. If you guys are looking to be a sponsor, advertiser, or guest on the show, you can get a hold of me at the Raider and a at Outlook.com. That is the Raider and a Saint at Outlook.com. Give a shout out to my past guests, Jose Negrete Francisco and Big Will from Whittier Center. Uh, shout out to you guys. Appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, it was an honor. Always an honor to get my fellow brothers in here talking about uh, ups but i'm gonna get right to it today this is episode 166. my guest said next to me there is no video today my video camera guy had a, got called into work today and so he needed to go in uh, and do his driving duties as a cover driver uh, and make his money before we go on strike so no video today he said he'll be here in a little while and once he gets off work maybe we'll get some little clips on for uh, instagram But this podcast will be on audio only, but that's fine. Uh, We both uh, ate a little bit too much this morning, and I'm sweating like a pig. I got (laughs) done working out, and I'm still sweating like a pig. And his son's almost behind the house, too. Uh, But my guest today, his name is uh, Frank Blanco. He's a 30-year UPSer. Uh, He's been four years. He's been doing comedy. He's he's in theater. He's been in theater for about six, seven years now. Uh, He's here today. I've been watching him. Uh, closely on instagram Uh, he he was on a show called the mind buzz with gil Uh, i was on that show a couple months ago shout out to the the mind buzz family and gil uh very cool people uh, honorable people and uh, like what they're doing over there They're, they're they're killing it over there with their guests and getting their numbers up with their interviews so i appreciate you guys that's how I got a hold of uh, Frank Blanco here. So, Frank Blanco, welcome to the show, brother. It's an honor to have you here. Man, tell, tell the, the audience and the listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Thanks for having me, bro. Hey, uh, what's up to ever other UPS guys and fellow Teamsters out there? Yo, yo. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man, again. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a UPS guy, man, uh, 30 years in the process. And now you get to that point of your life, man, where, like, there was something else you wanted to do when you were young, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: UPS, uh, as as we talked to a lot of my Teamster brothers, man, uh, it was always a backup plan, you know. And we ended up staying there and, um, make you know, make a great living, of course, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Appreciate everybody I work with. But uh, so my backup plan, or at least what I was supposed to do that in my mind was stand-up comedy, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, once I got to theater, man, and you, you feel that that comfort zone i guess mm-hmm. and you realize wait a minute i'm not ready to kick the bucket bro
2: <laughs>
1: so i started chasing the dream man stand-up comedy bro
0: well i think we all we were talking about this before the show i was thinking the same way is part when i started part-time part-time wasn't supposed to make a living out of it it yes. was a, something to, it, it, i needed a little i was living at home making a little bit of cash by working part-time had full-time benefits and I was I was going to school, and I, my goal was to be a teacher. And then that didn't pass. You know, I, I had to go back to school, and get my teaching credential, and I didn't want to do that. I was tired of school already. Because uh, right out of high school, I went straight into college. I didn't get a break. And, and so I tried to become a police officer, a sheriff's department, highway patrol. That was taking too long, the wait list and everything. So at the same time, UPS offered me to go driving. Yes. And so I had already had my my kid with my my oldest right now. She's going to be 21 at the end of the month, but back then she was about 5. She had just turned f- I think 4 or 5. And I says, "Man, I got I got to I got to start making money. I'm living in my parents' house. I can't stand living on their roof, always yelling at me." And so I said, "Let me go driving." And I got the first check, and it was tough. Yes. It was stick shift, no power steering. OK, the dyad weighed fucking 50 pounds <laughs> yeah, and, and it was just it was it was a shitty deal. But I got through it because the first check I got was like a thousand bucks. Like, holy shit. Like, I've never seen this much money in my life. You know, I was making maybe 150 bucks yes. <laughs> a week, you know. And so I go on to go driving and I and it was like I'm 24 and, and, I'm, and I'm making top rate. Cause back then top rate was uh, I think it was like two years. So no, I was twenty four. I was twenty six. So two years later, I'm making top rate. I got my own house in Corona, and I'm like, is this it? Is this 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 is it? I'm gonna do this for the next twenty five years. Like that, I feel like my life's worth more. And it's yes. not saying nothing bad. People are comfortable with that, going in the and feeder is the next step and just making money and go. But I was like, there's got to be more to this. There's got I felt something in my heart. And so when you told me that you felt that, that's the same way I felt. And it's amazing that that I'm here today talking to someone the same way. But talk a little bit about the comedy. How did you get into it? What made you decide to do this jump?
1: I uh, As a youth, man, uh, you know, I was always a class clown. And everywhere you go, man, you just, you're that guy just clowning on everybody at parties. Mm-hmm. You know, um I was a co-host with my my friend at the No Father No Problem podcast, mm-hmm. and he and I we were the clowns at every party. You know that's mm-hmm. that's one reason we started recording that podcast. But uh, so I got to the point where like uh, you started going back to the, the the deals you made with yourself when you were young, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, as a young man, I told myself I'm gonna do stand up comedy because I feel that that's what I'm supposed to be doing here, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you you hit your um, for me it was mid forties. Mm-hmm. When you start realizing like wait a minute, time's ticking away on me, man, and I never got to this you know and um i have a I have a friend does stand up comedy mm-hmm. so I asked him about the business and the craft you know the the craft for me is more important than the business you know mm-hmm. you know if if everything was about money, I would just you know our job you know they they compensate you nice you know, but it's not it's not about money it's it's be chasing the bigger stage you know so that's that's my friend told me like bro like you that's who you are do it you know and so i just jumped on it, you know start writing open mics and uh from there you just get bigger you know bigger shows bar shows mm-hmm. and um my friend uh i'm thankful that he gave me spots in really big shows like improv ice house you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my friend uh, alfred robles man so uh, i'm blessed that he's been helping me along the way and a lot of the veteran comics man Dude, they're so helpful, and they nudge you forward. I love that, you know? Mm. Every question I've had for these guys, you know, Carlos Loma, Rizzo, they all have been helpful in uh, in in my adjustment to the craft, man, because mm. it is a everybody has a different angle on comedy. Yeah. So they all give me, like, tips on how to work my angle, you know? Mm. The old man. I'm doing the old man angle, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it's such an amazing rush, bro.
0: Do you listen to a lot of podcasts when you're driving feeder?
1: In feeder, yes. Because uh, once you're driving all night, man, you tune out music. and It no longer grabs your yeah, attention. Yeah, that
0: same thing with the being package. Music couldn't do it for me anymore. By 7 o'clock at night, I was burned out.
1: Headache, bro, you know? Yeah, <laughs>
0: and so I, felt, I stumbled upon podcasts, and the first podcast I stumbled upon was Joe Rogan. Oh, nice. Yeah, back in like 2000, let's see, 2000, 2001, I was 20. Yeah, so 2011, 2010. Yes. I was 31, yeah, I was probably, yeah, yeah, about 2010,
1: 2011. Pretty cool, man, and uh, I started listening to my uh, Alfred Robles podcast. Okay. And then uh, Chicano Shuffle after that, Pura Cultura, Astofales, and uh, by that time, my friend and I started doing our small podcast, but we just bullshit, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just bullshit and life stories, you know, I'm, I'm an East lega, you know. hmm I reside in the Inland Empire now, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh, starting off, we were, you know, hood kids, you know, Mm -hmm. so a lot of the, a lot of people tell them that, like, your life lessons, don't look at the bad, just look at the lesson you learn from it, and Mm -hmm. you move on, you know, you know, keep that in the rear view mirror, and and just Mm -hmm. keep it moving forward, you know, keep it comical, yes, keep it comical, because there's an angle to everything, it's Mm -hmm. your choice how you want to see it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of comics do the same thing, you know, Mm -hmm. Some of their, their, their comedy is some crazy stuff mm-hmm. and those end up with, <laughs> that's a lot of truth to that, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is insane. But I mean, that's, that, that's the, the scale or whatever you're given to protect yourself, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. from the craziness of life. But uh, life teaches you, man. I, I love that part, you know?
0: Yeah. One of, one of my, I got into comedy, like listening, a lot of my podcasts I listened to are, are comics. Yes. Like, I got it. One of my favorite comics out there is Joey Diaz. Yes, oh and, man, and I've I've seen him twice. I've seen him in Vegas with Joe Rogan and Tony Heathcliff, and I seen him again a few days later at Brea Improv. But I listen to all his podcasts. I still listen. I go back to his old shit. Uh, the the Church of What's Happening Now. Yes. Because he's got his uh, new one, Welcome to Joey's Joint. <laughs> but I listen to his old stuff when I'm at the gym and I'll go, I start from the beginning and just re listen to it because he's such a great storyteller. Yes. And I think to, to be a, a great comic or just to be a good comic is to be able to tell a story. And he's such vivid with the stories that when he tells a story, you imagine the scenario. He tells you you're at the bar, you're outside, you're at the movies. He tells it so vivid. Like I go into picturing where he's at what he's doing that i forget where i'm at and that's how i i look at when i when i hear uh comic, especially when like podcasters when yes. they're telling their stories like theo vaughn uh, you got fighter and a kid like uh, brian Callen. you got uh, what well, brendan Schaub. he's still trying to trying to do something but as far like the the mexicans the hispanics uh i don't think you guys are getting uh, ain't loud enough yet you know uh I know they're. I mean, not loud enough, but maybe I haven't branched into that yes. podcast world. Yes. Because I know you guys are out there.
1: Just gotta keep pushing, man. That's all, you know. Just gotta keep pushing, keep it positive, and keep teaching or sharing. I guess. I know, know
0: Fluffy was just on Joe Rogan recently.
1: Yes, Fluffy yeah. was on there, and uh, I follow the. He's funny. Felipe sparza uh, yeah, uh, podcast. Too. I love. A lot of his stories are insane too, mm-hmm. man. You know, his guests are usually comics, and I like how they they share their their journey, you know. Because uh, I think comedy, the best thing about it, man, is that there's no blueprint for it and there's no cookie-cutter version of comics, you know? Everybody has to be different. Yeah. And you don't have to be pretty. You don't have to be too ugly or too crazy. Everybody's welcome. Just bring it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just bring it and put in the hustle, man. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, uh, the main thing I love about comedy, man.
0: When's, your, when's your next stand-up? Like, what, What's your plans right now?
1: As far as shows, yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna be doing some time tomorrow at uh, the Downey Brewing Company. You okay. know, I, I messaged the the guy running the, the that uh, little the little gig, and he told me to swing by. and I'm just gonna squeeze on, you know. But as far as schedule shows right now, I do not have any. I just got done with uh with tournament season with my kids, you know, mm. soccer tournaments, softball tournaments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember you <laughs> telling me that you're like, oh,
0: I'm really busy with the kids right now. It's all good. Kicking so, yeah. my
1: butt, bro. And uh, I love that my kids uh, really got into that. But uh, I, I, I just stopped doing shows because I was I was just running back and forth, you know. Mm. My last show I really did is on Riverside. Mm. So I shot over there from the Rose Bowl. We had a soccer tournament all the way across town to Riverside to get there. You know, um, you ever see actors, how they how they breathe right before a show? Mm. And they're like, all right, character, mm. you know, we're, I mean character. Mm. I had to literally just do that and walk in and. And do my say, you know, because mm. I, I was just running that late, and I, that's when like I stopped, I stopped like um, texting and messaging um, promoters, man, because I, I was just I was I was getting overwhelmed, man. Yeah. So right now we're in the summer mode, man. So right now I'm gonna have to pick myself out.
0: <laughs> so, are you gonna? Uh, are you working that night too? So you doing it before you, you got to go to work?
1: A lot of shows I do before work. Wow. And uh, dedication. And that's the the angle. A lot of times with promoters, I have to like like sell, you know. Like I could open up, be one, one through three, you know, on the on the on the comics list, and my then I have to roll, man. I, I'm sorry, I can't stay afterwards. And you know, a lot of the a lot of the patrons like to take pictures with you. You know, they a lot of people they 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 share similar um, life stories. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them like, you know, sorry, I gotta go, man. I can't hang out, you know. Mm-hmm. And most of them are cool with that, you know.
0: How's that high feel, dude? Once you get off stage, oh. that You're just probably driving feeder. That you're just like, you feel like the feeder is just floating in space, huh?
1: The whole night, bro. Those are the few nights that do not need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right in Cloud Nine, bro, believe me, just such a high, man. When you do a, a, a show, man, it's insane the rush. And I, I'm thankful I took the jump, man. You know, like, like you, you're doing a great podcast, and mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was just telling you about your setup. Mm-hmm. So cool, and you felt it, and mm-hmm. you did it, you know? Mm-hmm. So every time you, you record, it's a, it's a victory for over procrastination oh, yeah you know? it does so every time i do a show man i'm i'm thankful that i made that little leap because right. you know you always hear though you're too old or oh, you got a family
2: mm-hmm. and
1: yes we do but but if you feel it inside you mm-hmm. everybody out there like take start taking steps mm-hmm. you don't have to do the steve harvey where he just dropped everything and went on the road you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. live in your car but you can start taking steps man steps mm-hmm. to do it at, i always
0: want to be a comic dude
1: give it I a always, shot
0: I, always, I I listen to a lot of podcast comic podcasts and they're and they're funny uh, but most of my podcasts that I listen to are comics dude I just I don't I think there's just such great storytellers and I think that when I when I talk to people and I give them a story yes and, and it ends up being funny you know they end up laughing and I I've tried you know to work on it being a podcaster telling my stories when new yes. guests come on but yeah I don't know I I thought the same way I'm, I'm fucking too old uh, I'm going to be 43 in August but Man, you know, I, I stick. I'll stick to podcasting, dude. But I do admire uh, a comic get up on stage and trying to make people laugh.
1: It's it's such a rush. You're comfortable on the microphone, so mm-hmm. that's the only reason I think you could mm-hmm. handle that. And uh, and there's maybe, a- maybe,
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe I could get a like two minute, three minute bit or something. Just to, I do got a lot story. of stories. I have a lot of stories. A lot, a lot that I won't even I won't even say on the, on, the, on the mic on the podcast.
1: Especially work stories, right? i yeah. uh, Whenever I have a work story, I have to like layer it mm-hmm. so they know it's not about work because mm-hmm. you know you know every every mm-hmm. knows you as as your employer, you no know, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to layer uh, stories out as I'm still working there, so I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stay in the uniform, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> 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 literally, uh <laughs> but like, uh, you work
0: for UPS. <laughs> sounds like you work for
2: UPS. Yes,
1: man. So, uh, I I, I think you could, uh, for sure, thrive in it, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, I'm I'm gonna start forwarding you open mics, bro. Just
0: I know Gil was doing that at the the churro. I want to go and check it out.
1: The churro, yeah. Yeah,
0: I could do. I could do like two minutes. I, I could think of a bunch of stories that are funny. The one thing that we're, like, me and my cousin, we, my cousin Daniel, uh shout out to my cousin Daniel, shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. Uh He, uh, we get together, like, me and him, and yes. we just stop laughing. <laughs> the way he tells his story, the way we tell stories, it's, it, it's ser it's serious stuff, but then it's always, like you said, it always becomes funny. We just laugh about it. Yes. You know, we, and so we went golfing, uh, what, last, two Thursdays ago. Uh the uh, Thursday before 4th of July. So we went golfing. I went to hit him up and let go golf. let catch up. And we catch up every couple months. And, and so it's, it's just nonstop laughing. We're golfing. I saw that you golf too. So we have, yeah, we golf a lot. Uh, well, we used to, you know, now, you know, he's got kids and my kids are older and, but we, when we go golf, it's just, we catch up and it's just nonstop laughing and just, uh, or storytelling and stuff like that. So I think I know I, I could bring it to the stage, uh, that's you know, but it's, it's, it's easier when you're with someone who's funny, too. Like, he's funny, too. When you get two funny guys, it's just nonstop. And you,
1: you my friend tells me you pitch each other softballs, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> what it seems like.
1: Um, Knock it out of the park, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Or your chemistry is that good mm-hmm. that you guys just feed off each other, you know? It just... There, you can't build that kind of chemist, uh, chemistry with but a, all, just I, anybody.
0: I can only imagine that's how comics are when you always go all get together. Yes, is everybody's just fucking laughing and just having a good time. The
1: green rooms are a riot, man. You know, just yeah. everybody just jabbing each other really? and <laughs> yes, that's awesome. I, I love that, man. That's the so, that's one of my favorite parts about a lot of these shows. You know, mm-hmm. comedians you've seen uh, like either on TV or, or around and like really big shows they're out there too and. They're they're pushing their craft, you know. They're always working and that's inspiring. It inspires you to do more, you know. Mm-hmm. I
0: saw that you at were at Brea Improv at one point.
1: I did that in November, man. I opened man. up for Alfa Robles, it was really cool.
0: That sound that name sounds familiar.
1: He's uh he dude, he's been on T V, you know, he's been on a, he's had a few specials. Offer Robles, man, he's a really good uh, seasoned comic, man. Wow. I was tell him you're all famous, bro, cause you know, he's traveled, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a really great comic man. How'd you and, meet uh, him? Uh, we uh, Actually, we grew up in the same block. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> Townsend guys. It's not, <laughs> it's not even a gang, okay guys, you know? <laughs> but we always find it funny that so many guys from the block, mm-hmm. even though you're surrounded by chaos, you mm-hmm. know? Like, most of the block, like, came out alright, man. We came out cool, you know? And I, I think we got the boys club to thank for that. You know, one of those rec rooms? Because we all played ball together. Road bikes, everything. So he, that pretty much sports kept us out of like you know, the gang life or the craziness of the neighborhood, you know. But Alfred, man, I'm thankful he's been, he's been my younger uh, mentor. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's been in the craft for like almost 20 years, you know. Mm-hmm. So every time I have a question, man, I I send him a text, send him a message, and he always gets back to me, you know. And uh, whenever he has an opening, man, he calls me up and you know he puts me on, man. You know I love that, man. I'm so grateful for that, you know.
0: What was his name again? I'm sorry. Alfred
1: Robles. Robles. Yes. That
0: sounds familiar. I watch, I'm gonna see his face.
1: Look him up, guys, on social media. Every every platform. Oh yeah. He's a a great comic, man.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah he is. Yeah I know who that is.
1: Yeah so so I opened up for him at the at the Bread Improv in November. The, at the Ontario Improv in July, man. He, his his shows, man, are high energy, man. It's so cool, man. Really cool shows, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, you could get back to the Brea Improv pretty soon.
1: Uh, start sharing like crazy, man. Even mm. my smaller shows, because uh, you know, uh, like a brewery and mm. bar shows. To me, they're the craziest ones because some of the comics, man, they let loose.
0: <laughs> they yeah.
1: say everything imaginable. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I, know. I, I when I've seen Joey Diaz uh, at the brand probably he killed it more than Vegas. But yeah, I'm sitting there with my wife, and and I'm laughing at everything, and I know she, <laughs> I could feel her tension, like she's feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, it's funny, you know, when uh when you take the the other half that's not used to hearing stuff like that. So now, like even in the house, I can't watch anything without my headphones, cause oh man, you can't see anything. It's like oh, the okay. kids, huh? Yeah, that and then her too, they just they're just not into that type of language and stuff. Yeah. Even me, like, the way she re- she'll she read my text messages on
1: my phone, and then she'll go, oh,
0: how dare you talk to your friends like that? I go, That's just shop talk. That's how we talk, you know?
1: And we do worse in person. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Man, hey, Joey Diaz, man, I like his little bits he has about, like, getting off your ass and, and have your circle your circle tight. He reminds me of my uncles, man.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why
1: I like his little bits, you know, the, the bits he does. Because my, my uncles were straightforward like that, you know, in your face. Mm-hmm. But they, they always checked it to make sure, you know, you were doing okay, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like that tough love kind of thing, man. Mm-hmm. So, so Joey, man, that's all I love about his little bits when I when I catch him on YouTube, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty cool, man.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's like I said, he's one, of, he's one of my favorites. But if you talk about old school comics, uh, Richard Pryor.
1: Richard Pryor. I like Ronnie Dangerfield because he yeah, started comedy really late. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look up to that, you know. Yeah. You know, you always got to find somebody your age relates to. or You mm-hmm. know, he did the family thing, and towards the end of the – once his kid started growing up, he started going into comedy, you know.
0: Yeah, I like his the movies he did. Uh, one of them was uh, – well, you got Caddyshack, and then he, what's the one going going back to co- – going, going to college or something like that?
1: Back, or, I think it was Back to School. Yeah, Back to School. Oh, that, was, that. that was a good movie.
0: Yeah, he's so funny
1: he was good man uh, so i follow i i liked his comedy because of that you know yeah he, he brings like the old man perspective to comedy that's who i am a lot of my comedy is about, about getting old and being married for a long time you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: how how shit happens you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how about you and your marriages but like my marriage like a lot of my comedy is how my my wife and i we exchange roles you know we've been married so long like when i first got married you know you're a gym rat mm-hmm. And twenty years later, man, my wife's a gym rat and I'm the couch potato. <laughs> and part of my comedy, I say now that she's buff, man, now I'm the one with the double D's, you know.
2: <laughs>
1: so, so a lot of my a lot of people relate to that stuff, you know, the the mm-hmm. marriage, stuff, the, the the adjustments you have to make to make a marriage work, mm-hmm. you know. So, so it, 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 a lot of people relate to it, man, and those like. Like uh, those those give me credit after after the show and hey that happened to me too and mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad I could like like relate to a lot of people that way you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or at least having my angle in uh in stand up comedy man
2: yeah,
1: hey man uh as far as uh the contracts concern man, are you ready for striking man I was there in '97 man and a lot of people. Well, tell me about
0: '97?
1: '97 I was like uh, the way you're explaining about living at home, mm-hmm. not having real bills you know uh maybe like credit cards little credit cards here and there mm-hmm. so at least for me at the at that time i did not grasp like the the seriousness of the strike because i remember the the full-timers the drivers the feeder guys being very angry and edgy but since since you're living at home like i didn't get it you know now that you know you got mortgages and kid stuff and everything i was like hey man this is some serious stuff you know so i hope everybody's first is prepared just in case we, we're we going to have to do this. For now, man, it's going to come down straight to the, the last days, you know. And uh, uh, honestly, I think the, we might get a – the the unions, the, they, they drew the line in the sand. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe like uh, towards oh, – I think it was 08 uh, when Obama was president. We mm-hmm. had a contract during his presidency, and they kind of nudged the, the union and the company to extend the, the deadline, you know. Mm-hmm. To get things done, and they got it done, you know. Yeah, just we because, got back pay. Yes, and because the economy was kind of like struggling those days mm-hmm. too, you know. Mhm. So, uh I'm, I'm betting on that. But, anyways, I'm I'm ready.
0: Yeah, he said he said that if we didn't have a, a contract ratified, yes, that we would strike. Yes. Now he just he said uh, if we don't have a contract, excuse me, a tentative contract. By July, uh, yeah, July 31st, we will go on strike. So he changed it. Yes. So if we have a tentative agreement by July 31st, you're basically saying we're going to work through it and going to get back pay on everything.
1: Yeah, just to get the language done afterwards. Yeah, you
0: know? he's going to, I think he, everyone's, I mean, I got people saying that we're. It's, it's a done deal. We're going on strike. I got people saying it's a dog and pony show at the last minute. He's going to chicken out. He's going to get. Uh, a lot of pressure from up top to, uh, you know, from Washington to, like, don't do this. You're going to fuck things up. So I think he's feeling a lot of pressure to, uh, you know, fall in the, in the UPS's hands.
1: Yes. So uh, I'll, I'll, as long as we have unity, man, we're going to be okay, you know. the in, uh, in 97, the the main division in those days were, like, the part-time and the full-time guys because again I think a lot of the part-time guys we're all young we didn't have uh, the kind of bills the old guys had you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh as I think as long as we're united man and we have to stay united and we're going to be okay man we're going to be we're going to fight through this man we're going to be okay but uh the main thing is to stay united and also right now man just don't go buy that the, the motorhome <laughs> yeah don't go buy
0: that motorhome just yet
1: just yet man you know <laughs> My wife was showing me some, uh, some, some plans for the kitchen. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's hold up. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's hold up. Just let's just wait till the end of August.
1: The end of August, mm-hmm. man. Maybe the end of the summer, but yeah. but we're gonna be. Uh, I just I just think as long as we're united, man, we're gonna come out okay. And uh, so that's the part timers and the full timers. We gotta have each other's backs. And uh,
0: yeah, I think that's why they're saying what we're going on is because of the, they. We're gonna like they always do every contract they fuck over the part timers
1: divide and conquer, bro you know, Yeah. so we got we gotta have each other's backs and uh and I again i I hate to sound like a positive goofball, but that's who I am, yeah, as long as we're united, man, we're gonna come out of this good man, you know, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah that was the main lesson in uh in uh in ninety seven that I learned that um that a lot of people have way bigger bills and more at stake. When there's a strike, you know.
0: What hub are you out of again? Three nine? Are you three nine six?
1: I'm, I'm three nine six. Yes. What hub are you out of? Right now I'm at San Gabriel hub. Okay. And but in theater, every year you can move hubs if you know. Yeah. If you sw- if you want to jump around. But what uh, your
0: run? What your run look like? What do you do?
1: I do mostly rails at night, and uh, uh my Santa Fe rail, Union Pacific,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then I uh, you know I take a, a load that's going cross country, mm-hmm. and uh, either pick up a load that's coming in for the morning for the preload or. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or get an empty or or from there I'll sh- I'll jump onto the next hub next yeah,
0: door. Yeah, it's your own route. It's, it's always, my own route. Okay. Yes, my own run. You don't do sleeper teams though. Oh no! no when
1: you either gotta jump on a sleeper team from the get go, or you have to be those uh, the new guys, you know,
0: <laughs> the <laughs> rookie
1: guys, man. Hey, I, they
0: don't. I know a couple rookie guys, and they're make, they. I don't mind. Dude, I'm making bank. He told me how much he made in one week. I go, what?
1: They they rake they rake it up, man. But I I, I don't sleep much, man. So sleeper team, I struggle with it, you know. When mm-hmm. I had to do it, I'd, uh, as a young uh, or newbie feeder uh, mm-hmm. guy, I got to do like two Chicago's, two Texas runs, and uh, the first day it's awesome because like a road trip. The last day is awesome because you're coming back home, you know. But the middle days, bro, oh my goodness, bro, it's a battle to stay awake because uh, I sleep like three, four hours tops, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Shit. the loc-
0: three, four hours tops. That's sorry?
1: it, man. Yes. So the local stuff is cool because you're moving, you know, 30 minutes to the rail yard, you drop your box, you go to the office, check on your loads. You, you're moving, you know, Even it's like almost like doing uh, pickups on on feeder, on you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, a, a lot of these runs, man, the long ones, oh, they're torture, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, I hate driving, dude. I fucking hate to drive. We went to Zion a couple of years ago. I was on Zion National Park and my halfway mark was Vegas. Like, oh, we're man. Not, we're staying in <laughs> Vegas and. Had my kids are young and they like the city lights. They're like, yes. "Oh my god, we're at the <laughs> pool." But it was fucking hot as fuck out there, bro. <laughs> Shit, it was hot. You're just sitting there, just baking, dude. And then you go in the water. It's not even cold. It's all fucking warm, lukewarm. Really?
1: Oh man. man. <laughs> yeah. The water's
0: not even cold, dude. It's hot, that's how hot it is. And then uh, you went to Zion. Zion was beautiful, you know. But yes. I I can't stand. I think my wife. They're going to Phoenix, Arizona on Wednesday. She go, won't you go? Won't you go? I "I ain't fucking going over there. It's gonna be 120 degrees, crazy hot. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm cool, dude. I'm cool. I'm I'm cool here. You guys enjoy that drive? Like I'm (laughs) not. First of all, I hate driving, and then I gotta drive. She goes, it says it's only five hours. I go, no, it's not. It took me eight one time to get to Phoenix, Uh, and I left at like five in the morning.
1: Yes, it's about six to seven hours, like at a 70 mile an hour pace. I don't know why the GPS always says, like, 5. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I stopped. I stopped and, and used a restroom because I got up and left at, like, 5 in the morning. And your body, excuse me, doesn't start releasing its bowels uh, until, you know, my like regular time, 7, <laughs> 7.30. So, like, you're, and then you're drinking a coffee to wake you up, and you're just like, you're <laughs> like, fuck, I got to stop. Fuck, I got to stop again another hour later. So, yeah, it took. we, we cruised it up there, but. Yeah, I, I can't stand driving, dude. Those
1: long drives are insane. So, you know, credit to the guys that do those sleepers for like four or five days. Yeah. The guys that do those long runs.
0: Like what goes through their mind, dude? I mean, are they I know people are on the phone and shit, but who's on the phone
1: at three, four in the morning? Some of those guys sometimes call you.
0: Yeah, I know they're always on the phone, yeah.
2: They so call you down.
1: and like, Hey man, uh I'm getting I'm getting like sleepy, so what's going on over there? Because <laughs> I'm working nights too. Oh, okay. So uh, I'll put them on speakerphone and we'll talk. And then when I get to my destination, I'm like, hey, I gotta go. I gotta. I'm in the hub or I'm in the rail yard, you know. But uh, yeah. so they're out there all night. And um, but you know what though, they a lot of them take like a melatonin gummies or sleeping pills. To, they say they sleep most of that time off.
0: Yeah, because when you do sleeper runs, it's what eight and 8?
1: 11 and eleven.
0: Oh shit! With
1: your break and your and your and your meal in there, right? So that would make it twelve. So, therefore, you're in the back for 11 hours or or unless, you know, the guy stops somewhere for fueling and all that, then you could get off and shower or, or anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But for me, I, I, I'm i telling you, I will sleep three, four hours. Then I'll try reading as much as I can until you get dizzy, you know, <laughs> from other hopping, listen to a podcast. The, mm-hmm. That area back there, man, is not that big, you know. Can't even do uh, burpees like the Joe guys, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, it's, it's not for me, man. I could no longer handle the long road trips, you know. Yeah, there's guys, like, in L.A., There is, they go to SLO, uh, Santa Maria. Those are, like, 12, 13-hour runs, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, and at Grande Vista, I had to cover some of those. And, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you listen to podcasts, like, straight in a row, like, four or five episodes mm-hmm. just to, to your meal. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, you do some uh, some crazy stretches to, like, you know. Freshen Tall up and 13,
0: I could probably do those ones, but like fucking sleeper teams, cross country. Ooh,
1: man. It's not. So credit to those guys, man. Yeah. They, they got But I
0: heard UPS is cutting a lot of those, has been cutting a lot of those. I know in, in uh, Laguna and Anaheim, they cut a lot of sleeper teams out. A lot of drivers came back to our, to driving. Package.
1: A lot of them, I think, they went to the East Coast. Oh, So they're starting from there, coming this way. And, uh, now,
0: instead of from here going that yeah, way. Yeah,
1: so, but uh, there's a lot available. There's still a lot of sleeper runs available, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're, every week they're asking, like, anybody wants to volunteer? <laughs> 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 and uh, so I, I won't. Unless they force me, I won't do it, man. Mm-hmm. No matter how cool it used to be before the, the 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 road trip, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I, something happened to me, man, that I can't do it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, work is work, man. You got to love it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. What, gotta, so what happened to you?
1: I think old age, bro. No. <laughs> used to do the, uh, in my youth, bro, we used to do some insane runs. Like we would go to Vegas, come back, Rosarito, Ensenada. Oh yeah. Same weekend. Like in your twenties, yeah. Twenties, even thirties now, nah, man, forget it. It's something happened that, uh, the road doesn't agree with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's too comfortable, you know, that, uh, you want to just take a nap, you know? But, uh, you know, though, as far as about uh, back to the, the UPS uh, contract talk, man. Everybody just stay united, have each other's backs, and no matter you know the the terms that every senior level wants, mm-hmm. let the union finish that off, man. You know, like you know, like one thing I, I I've been noticing, like you know, the the hub guys and a lot of the the older guys, they get on, they they talk about it like really harshly, you know. When ultimately it's gonna be decided in boardrooms, you know, like yes, tell your what you what you think your 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 group should get. Talk to your steward, talk to the reps, you know, or get some of your buds and all you guys talk to them, you know. Keep it civil within the the like in meetings, you know. To me, it seems like when there's those big uh, text groups, that when uh, that's when a lot of guys voice their 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 opinions or, or, or their criti- criticism. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, we we just had a meeting, like, you know? Why I over mean. text, you know? <laughs> like, come on, man, you know? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And
1: uh, we can all, like, keep it civil and keep it united, bro. That's all. That's all we got to do, man. We'll yeah. be all right. So, man.
0: Yeah, my brother was – I don't know if I told you – I don't know if you listened to a couple of my shows, but my brother was 396. Yes. Uh, he's from Cerritos. You know he passed away from COVID. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, – this contract means a lot to me, but 396 means a lot to me too. Cause one of my good friends, shout out to Terry Diggs, uh, Viviana Gonzalez. She's a shop steward out in La- uh, Lancaster. Uh, Terry Diggs is now a BA. Victor. So I- I've always been linked with 396 because of uh, the people I've known and my brother being from 396. So uh, it's like a second home for me. I'm from 952, and you you guys always been been holding it down. Uh, did do you follow the 396 on Instagram? I do. Did you see the one with the lowrider? Oh man, did that picket? <laughs> yes, that shit was hard, huh?
1: Crazy that, and and that's the solidarity that we need, man. You know, everybody, everybody bring your like the version of you to the picket line, you know. And the lowriders made it hardcore, man. You know, mm-hmm. that was a nice, nice, that nice touch, you know. Yeah, that was really cool. Did uh, you guys
0: do one in San Gabriel?
1: We have one. I think it's the I plan think I for, the 14th, scheduled, right? for the fourteenth. For the fourteenth, I the my union rep uh, text me the the schedule. You know, mm-hmm. one uh, one building every day. You know, mm-hmm. I think our building is the fourteenth. Okay. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, man. I have I still have my sign from '97.
0: <laughs> How many employees are at that building?
1: I'm thinking a few grand. It's a small building. Okay. A few thousand, maybe a couple, but uh, just. Right now, volume uh, dwindled down, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and because, uh, you know, the the market's really struggling. And uh, mm-hmm. so you could see it. You could see the, the the break rooms as you're walking around. They're not as crowded as they used to be. The You know, during COVID, people would go into the parking lots because, you know, they don't want nobody bunching up. Mm-hmm. Or like everybody had to be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could see the difference, you know, and uh, how many people are taking their breaks and everything. Like I'm sure they, they had some layoffs or at least. At least for sure, the Christmas help, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because volumes volumes are a bit down right now because of the the way the market is, you know. Do
0: you think it's the market, or do you think because people are scared that uh, we're gonna go on strike and they're trying to divert their stuff to FedEx and?
1: Uh, for now, well, right now, if we start losing volume from this point forward, it'll be because of threat of a strike. But uh, before before say like um, June, though, just the way the economy and the market is doing, you know. Mm -hmm. everybody's all of a sudden like uh you know there was there's a there's a term for this but uh to pre everybody's uh, so afraid of a recession that they stop spending and it kind of throws us into the recession you know
0: yeah so the credit cards they start they start spreading the raising their interest rates yes
1: so so it just snowballs on everybody so i just think um once our contract is done man i think uh it'll ease some of the tension of, of, of people and uh things will get uh, line up a bit man that's what happened mm-hmm. at least in uh, the the few contracts in the past you know it mm-hmm. like the whole country seems like they get tense you know <laughs> mm-hmm. over the pending strike you know so mm-hmm. um two contracts ago the the one time we we lost uh volume to you know to our competitor at that time
2: mm-hmm.
1: we lost two percent volume and they gained 20 so that's the size of uh of market share we have, you know, and, and at least a difference in company size, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was we lost 2% and that was their 20% gain, you know, but because they were offering contracts to when they were stealing our customers claiming that the, the strike was imminent, you know. So I just think uh, once once we get this done, man, it, uh the market will, will breathe a little sigh of relief
0: mm-hmm. and
1: things will get a little better towards the end of the year, you know.
0: Yeah. So what do you de- what do you think deep down? Do you think O'Brien's gonna push it through? We're we're going on strike no matter what. Because he's not giving us enough time. We need at least two weeks to vote. We still got to get uh, together with our locals and go
1: over the, the contract if we get one uh, ratified. Um, for me, O'Brien seems like he's gonna hold the line, bro. I'm telling you, to me, seems like he drew a line in the sand, and uh. For me, I'm hoping, again, they do an extension.
0: We're not working, past UPS should have – we should have had a contract back in fucking May. Yes. The fact that they dragged their feet, okay? They fucking dragged their feet after my brother lost his life. Yes. And another driver lost his life two weeks after – two days after my brother died. Yes. A supervisor died from the same uh, building, Cerritos. My brother and his his co-worker, same center. Yes. Okay? That's just what I know of. Yes. I know other people have died from heat stroke and all that. But during that pandemic, we lost a lot of lives. Yes. And that's being swept over. And we need to th- – this is disrespect for what they're doing. I think so. It's disrespect. We should have had a contract, a tentative agreement in, in, in May, and we should have been voting on it in June, and we should have been smooth sailing. The fact that they're dragging ass and playing these games, okay, is what's pissing me off. So, O'Brien well, better not fucking back down. Okay, because it's already too late. Yes. Right, unless they come to him tomorrow and give us what we off we asked for. You know, give us what we asked for, and then you know, O'Brien can scramble and, and, and get things together and get the locals together. It's 170 locals with UPSers that need to get together. Okay, they're, they're called two tours. Yes. Uh, two teams, two mans, and they each local gets two mans. They go go out there, wherever they meet at probably Washington D.C. and then they go they get the the contract together, you know, here's the contract, we're going to go go to your, back to your locals and go over it, we go over it, you know, we meet in our locals, we go over it, and then we fucking vote on it. Yes. They're not giving us enough time. The fact that they're fucking doing that, after my brother lost his life, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Yes. That's how I feel. Fuck you for that, dude.
1: And after... Playing with
0: your... You don't know what you... People died, you're playing with our emotions, you're playing with our livelihood. Because I already looked online, they're hiring... Drivers right now on on apps on on jo- looking for jobs, uh, whatever the job sites you go on to yes. look for offer jobs, whatever they have, they already got it on all over, asking for UPS drivers, workers in the hub. They're already preparing to hire scabs. Yes, they would love to get rid of us and hire and be just like Amazon and FedEx, which are subcontractors,
1: people off the street, and uh, it's a, it's disrespect. Because uh, so many lives were lost, and they had record profits, you know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you even balance that? You know, how do you even fathom that? You know, and for them to drag it, drag their feet like this, like you said, man, it really is. And uh, I, I think we're gonna hold the line, and the only way we're gonna get that uh, extension is that, uh, all the main topics get, get put on the table, and then uh, they'll just get the extension to do the language beneath them. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, but even then, that's still gonna piss me off why drag your feet dude? yes the money is already there yes
1: kicking uh, all the membership in the crotch bro you know that's what i see you know mm-hmm. so uh, i'm well either way i'm ready man but um if they play hardball, man we're gonna have to hold our own man and uh, again support your your coworkers, support your union brothers and sisters you know mm-hmm. and hold it together man as long as we stay together man we're gonna win this you know mm-hmm. that's that's the way i see it man and uh everybody also man uh Stay healthy, man. Stay healthy out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, uh, this is so much pressure on households. You know, mm-hmm. this, this, this strike talk. Our, our work, our working hours are crazy, man. Our health is going down in flames, man. So I know people are
0: stressed. Yeah, folk, yes, yeah.
1: Stay active, man. Do walking. Eat better. You know, I, I know I'm a chunky dude talking about this, mm-hmm. but I've done uh, the weight thing up and down with, with, with surgeries mm-hmm. and all that. And uh, and because uh, a lot of times I pay so much attention to the everything that's going on around me that mm-hmm. I neglect going to the gym. You know, mm-hmm. you're just talking about going to the gym, about your, your food. And, you know, once 30 pounds roll on you, man, then it it's becomes. It's fucking
0: hard. It's easy to gain weight as you get older than yes. it is to fucking lose it. Trust me, bro.
1: So, yes, everybody, you know, keep your house healthy. Keep yourself healthy, man, because your mental health and your livelihood depend on you and your family depends on you, you know, so.
0: Well, so, if people, if people, I, I know we talked yesterday about it, that there's people at work that live in the streets and living under a bridge and, and it's sad, you know, yes. it, it is sad uh, that they're going through that, but shit, dude, I'll take my tents out there. If we're on strike and they could just sleep in the tents and, you know, I'm going to do my part, you know, bring food, uh, you know, I'll bring, I'm going to bring my uh, podcasting equipment and, Obviously, I'm on. I'm on disability. I'll be back September first. Yes. But I'm still going to be out there doing my part. You know that so I'm. I'm happy that people are going to be out there and, and they're getting paid a little bit of money. Yes. And so uh, I'll be out there supporting. them, bring food and and do my part. Because yeah, I know it's stressful and, and some people are ignoring it, ignoring the issue. And when it happens, it's going to happen fast. Yes. And it's not going to be call, calling your supervisor to cash you out of vacation. No, it, it's it's fucking everything's locked down. It's going to be hands on deck and we see what they see what kind of ball they want to play.
1: Ninety seven, bro. We showed up to work mm-hmm. and we were on strike then. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it does happen like that. Mm-hmm. They you know, they have all these issues they got to put on the table. And like I'm telling you, I think I think. Our, you know, our, our leadership is not gonna give in, man. Mm. Because, like you said, they they're dragging this shit out, you know. Mm. And it's it's a total insult, you know. So, I think that they're gonna come and and I mean, I, I I hope not, but we gotta hold our own, you know.
0: Do you have the UPS app, the Teamsters app? I have the Teamsters okay, on, on on, on social of... media, and I okay. getting the updates,
1: you know. Mm. So I what I, is all
0: your feeder drivers friends
1: saying? They they all saying uh you know, besides the the, the few uh, the few the few guys that are always like uh, crit critiquing, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's in, man. Everybody's mm-hmm. in, and yes, yeah, some of them are nervous because you know the people with big bills, big of course. Big bills, yeah. But you they make big money. But they know that if we do not have a we're not together on this, uh, they they know it'll be a longer longer battle, man. So unity is important, man. You know, that's how it is, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So it, yeah, it seems yeah. like that UPS wants us divided. By I think so. The, it's always been t- not taking care of the part-timers. Yes. And I said this yesterday. We had a, a customer of mine. He went to go get a part-time job at UPS, and he says there was about maybe 15 of them. Yes. And uh, HR lady says out of your 15, maybe one or two of you will, will will last two weeks. And that was a turnaround rate. Yes. And so you, I guess UPS was was is fine with that but you want you want people to stay you want quality workers you better you got to get competitive with the pay cuz at that age no one's really looking at benefits and then the benefits now back then when i started it was 3 months now it's, it it went to a year i don't know if it's 9 months now went back to 9 months to get full benefits but at that age you don't really worry about that cuz you're still on your parents yes if you have them but it's a lot of you know, which it's just counting down. It's like, it's, like when I count down to Fourth of July to light my fireworks, uh, it's gonna come just like this. I think so. And so I, I said this on my show, for here, here on out, it's just gonna be UPS. updates, what's going on with the contract, because I want I want people to be prepared. I don't want them to go, what, what, what would happen? Because I was picketing last Friday, and drivers were just walking in, like just didn't, didn't care at eight fifteen. Walking in when I know they didn't start till 9. Walking in, ignore, ignoring it. We're just practice picketing. Yes. They're walking in. Why are you walking in at 8? Oh, because you're going to go work off the clock. And so that's one thing that concerns me, too, is that we might get a possible, a lot, of, a lot of these UPSers jumping, jumping ship and just becoming a scab, dude.
1: I hope not. We didn't have, uh, I, didn't not, I didn't notice any. I didn't notice any in 97. I hear there were. But at least in those days we had a soda hub. I was at the soda hub one of the oldest buildings, like, in the country. They got mm-hmm. closed down, you know, and then everybody moved over to Main Street. So at least that hub, you know, we have 24-7 picketing, you know. Mm-hmm. So management tried to deliver, but they couldn't handle that. And uh, But actually, as far as employees jumping the fence or trying to walk the picket line, I didn't see any, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to cross, you know, the scabs, you know. But I hear in some buildings they, they did have a few, you know. But I didn't notice any, at least not in a soda hub, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to do it 12 hours, man. You know, going midnight to like noon time. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know when you're young, man. And uh, again, you gotta have your 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 coworkers' backs. You know, mm-hmm. it's really cool, man. It was a uh, it was such an experience. But uh, you know, I just hope we get it done. But if not, man, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Uh, you know, <laughs> financially and everything. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. How I think last goes was
0: 97. What was it? Two weeks?
1: Uh, yeah, t- like. A little over two weeks, Shh. and it was it was nuts. It was nuts because I was in a similar situation where uh, I like you know you know, you're out of work. I was in a hurry to get back to work. I had a little injury, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got back to work, worked like a few days, and then we went on strike, you know. Shh. So hey man, I put on bro, I think like sixty pounds yeah. in that in that one month of injury oh, and like shit. two and a half weeks of uh, <laughs> of uh, just picketing, you know, mm-hmm. because uh. You know you're young and Nobody you're uh, you're away from your system and mm-hmm. oh man I just I was just eating and grilling you know those days bro no? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just jumps on you man but uh,
0: yeah jumps jumps quick dude and and for I'm that not, <laughs> I like to eat too man
1: and for that reason we all gotta keep our head, I love, you love know? the
0: barbecue yeah dude <laughs> but as we get older that should come quick dude <laughs> I can easily be three hundred pounds dude
1: oh man everybody keep your system your eating system your walking schedule yeah gym. don't stress out yeah yes. And uh, as long as we have unity, man, we're gonna get through this, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hectic few weeks coming along, but hey, man, just have your brothers and sisters, uh, teamsters, backs, man. Just handle it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. They better not come at me. And a, a week before the the contracts that all UPS came to the table, they they folded. Like, dude, I'm still gonna be pissed. <laughs> like, we could have had this shit done back in May, dude. Like, that's disrespectful, dude. Yes
1: really is man unless
0: they wanted publicity and all that, but they don't really have social media presence like Teamsters do uh u p s they really cut back on their advertisement, so we'll see man
1: as far as package man, our customers have our backs, you know mm-hmm. they they see how much we work, they see how much effort, and we have we our job is tough as hell, but we love it, man, like I haven't met one package driver. That tells me they hate their job, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're they all in, you know, so the, our customers see that, man. So it's they just like a backs- balance. I think yes. it's a
0: balance because you start spending too much time at home. You start really focusing with the family. I was coaching like football, and I really lost the camaraderie being at work all the time, working yes. late nights when I had my Wally run. I I'd go back to reminiscing in those old school days where I had a nice route it was business resi at night and meeting up with drivers at the airdrop and dropping and talking with them it's a nice cool breeze like a nice evening right now yes and talking just talk taking our breaks talking smack i got 60 left i got 80 the whole dude's over there's got 100 we're laughing at him it's <laughs> <laughs> got 100 deliveries left and then we just go on our ways and we just you know just put your podcast back on whatever you listen to Delivering, talking to customers, looking through the windows, seeing what what they're eating or what they're watching as you're putting their box in the door. Uh, You know, those, I don't know, man, something, something about being out there on your own, just driving. Then you talk to your friends, you know, you talk to them for an hour. or I'll call you later. And it was always just trying to just keep it different.
1: Yes. Hey, man, was that, it wasn't that like surreal, like say like uh, Friday night. You're delivering late, mm-hmm. and families are eating yeah. with their mm-hmm. with their blinds open. Yeah. I used to hate that, you know, oh, yeah. because they would always invite you in, and like, mm-hmm. no, I gotta go finish. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, know? you want a beer? You want this? <laughs> you want a, one slice of pizza? Like, no, it's gonna slow me down. <laughs> I
0: was like really looking at the Laker game, who's winning? <laughs> but it was always just at first in the beginning when you're a rookie, you're just the street lights come on, you start getting panicking. I gotta hurry up. I gotta I gotta get off, you know, because yes. they want to be off at. At five, because a lot of these kids that have become drivers, they're not used to working 12-hour days. They're work, used to working four hours. Yes. And you would go from four to fucking 11, 12 hours. And then it's like that for years. So at first, you'd get panicky. It starts getting dark like this. And you start panicking. You got to hurry up. and you know, We got to hurry up. You start running, and you're sweating. It's like 7 o'clock at night. You're sweating. Hurry up and get in. Like, you feel like you're going to turn into a, a pumpkin, like Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you so you hurry up, and then as you get older, and you learn from the veterans, like, dude, just fucking just do your best, go take a break at the liquor store, get a soda, get a Snickers bar, relax, sort your car. To keep your and senses. And take it, yes, keep it, and take it one stop at a time. And then you do that, and then as you get even older, like, shit, you don't care if you have 100, dude, you just tell me I'll be in at fucking midnight, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it overtime, baby. I'm going to fat check next week. And then they send you, like, four drivers, and they each take 20 off of you.
1: Hey, man, and uh, a lot of the young guys, they still haven't got the concept that making plans after work during the week Mm. is really bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So they get themselves in trouble with that because they make plans like dinner plans or go out with their friends. So I'm sure their friends are calling them and texting them, and and they're trying to work even faster, you know, and they put themselves in uh, bad spots, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like in danger of of twisting an ankle or knee or hitting something because their friends are just – Hurry up, man! We're waiting for you. Get out to the bar, or you know,
2: they're mm-hmm. still
1: making those kind of nights uh, night plans, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you're old, you're like, you know, there's no way in hell you're gonna make it. So why even add yourself to anybody's list, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's Yeah, unless you
0: got an eight-hour request or you got the day off, like that's it's not happening.
1: So that that comes with experience too, man. But uh, our customers love us. I think they'll have our backs. If anybody does not have our backs, are like the big corporate. Uh, customers, you know, because of course oh, yeah. big, big corporations are anti-union, so you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I feel I feel we're we're sitting good, man.
0: One thing that this kind of does kind of make me nervous is that if we we do go on strike, we're going to lose a lot of customers. I don't know what the percentage might be, but that means a lot of routes get cut. That means a lot of drivers go back to the hub. Yes. So that's one thing that does concern me because will those customers eventually come back? Maybe, you know. But right now FedEx. Uh, DHL, Amazon, they're offering better better rates right now to, to join them and, and switch over uh, in fears of UPS going on strike, dude. Yes. So there's different scenarios that could come on. It's not 1997 anymore. It's different times. I was told it's different times. you got to be more m- milit- militia. Militant, my bad. Yes. Militant. And I'm cool with that, but the repercussions of, of doing that, it's, it's different times of how businesses are being run logistics are, are way different than it was so we could lose a lot of, a lot of our, our work and then ups could shut their doors there's a lot of things they can
1: do dude yes hey man uh, you know the last contract we started the saturday driving mm-hmm. and our competition they're out there on sundays yeah amazon do you think there's a possibility man well i
0: heard they didn't do sundays i heard it was just monday through saturday again okay but the the two two fours became regular package drivers that's cool that was a big, they got that was rid a big of thing. it but then again who's going to be tuesday through saturday
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I guess it's probably just going to be seniority if you're if you're less seniority yes you're tuesday through saturday when your seniority builds up you know we hire new guys and you go from you'll go monday through uh you know friday
1: yes and uh and when you're in the hub man i think you'll take it you know Mm-hmm. You take that Tuesday through Saturday, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, w- I think I would have done it. I mean, I would. Uh, I would volunteer for Saturday air when they, you know, mm-hmm. when they needed help. You know, mm-hmm. that's how much of a, a social path I was with uh, with work. You know, mm-hmm. I I love being. Uh, I was a social guy, you know, so I love bullshitting with customers. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. a little too much sometimes. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, don't, don't <laughs> tell them that. <laughs>
0: well, that's why they try to put in all those stupid cameras too. Did they got cameras in your feeder trucks?
1: Uh, I'm told they do, but I have not noticed them. You know. Really. Yes. So if they do have them, they're very small, but there's nothing actually like that I noticed that it's an actual like big camera really pointing out forward out the the front window. You know. Mm-hmm. I thought in the I thought in the language they couldn't use technology against you like to.
0: No, and I think they I think this con no they can't and this contract they uh, made it even stronger. You know they they added on top of it so. So, I don't know why they would put fucking cameras and spend all that money.
1: So maybe they would use it for insurance purposes, like uh, you know, if there's an accident, you know, I could imagine that part. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I guess you're right. But uh, well, not of, the <laughs> ones facing you, you know. What I mean, I don't know, yeah. don't be looking at my face all day. Dude, yeah, that's weird. Picking my nose or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, our Ives, you know, the our our, little, our board that we use to yeah. enter our destinations and everything. Mm-hmm. It's facing us, so you know, phone cameras. It's like a phone. Oh yeah, that's right. So so I put a I put a beanie on it, you know, just in case, man, because for the same reason, you know.
0: Well, now they're now it, it. Well, it has the capability of taking pictures now, so I think recently somebody texted me that they're doing it this week. That they want you to start teaching how to take pictures where you deliver your packages now. Oh man! So now you got to take pictures, pictures like Amazon.
1: Well, uh, I understand that new guys that do not have rapport with their customers, but, you know, whenever I had a residential area, most of my customers, we had understandings, you know. Mm -hmm. I had codes to gates, codes to garages, side doors, you know, I would just, they all knew where their stuff was going to be at. But, you know, when Mm -hmm. you knew how you're covering different routes? Mm Mm-hmm. And those guys, they're really bad at leaving instructions on the notes, you know. So i so i understand why maybe those guys that would need the camera thing or where they left their package, you know.
0: Well, I think it holds also responsible for the younger driver. A lot of these younger drivers, they don't go into apartment complexes that are gated. Oh man! They won't. They won't waste their time. They'll just sheet it up as not in one. Oh man! You know, and so a lot of a lot of those things that that they had access point. Where everything would just go to access point, but from what I heard now, recently people that I know that were work for corporate that worked in the access point department, yes, they all got their walking papers and this expired last month. They either could take the uh, the welfare package they're offering, or yeah, the grievance package, whatever it's called, oh severance, that's the yes. severance package, or take the chance of getting getting let go oh man and so uh, i know a couple people in that department that hit me up about it uh, that so i actually got to hit them up i talked about this yesterday so yeah they're getting rid of access point so access point's going to get rid of i guess because we were abusing it too much we weren't really delivering you know you go to a through an apartment complex you just sheeted up access point no access can't get it when you actually can yes gates are open wait five minutes somebody's always going to come in or out there's a key. There's a passcode. So I think that's a, that's a good thing because we got to hold each other responsible as, as drivers. Because we do. People order their shit. They they expect you to deliver and try your best, dude. If the pizza delivery guy can do it, you surely can, dude. And especially if these apartments have been around for fifty fucking years. Yes. How do you think the other drivers did it? So a lot of these young kids they want to hurry up and get done and just drive in, and so I and I think that's why we've lost a lot of business too. Customers just get pissed off that we don't attempt it. Because you get the calls. You walk in the office, you're getting the call, hearing the calls from the girls answering them saying, you know, where's my fucking package? I seen him up in the street. He didn't even try to attempt to walk in. The gate's always open and blah blah blah. Oh, what's up, dog? What's going on, man? Uh but anyways, uh we I mean, you cool, man? We're we're I'm about cool. an hour in, yeah, we're yes. good, dude. Think, yes. I think I think we covered a lot of ground dude we did
1: man <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways man I really really want to thank you uh, for showing up man I really appreciate you coming on I know you, you got to get to work you got you got a late shift tonight I'll have this podcast up and, and posted uh, by the end of the week you know get the other one I just posted get get that going but once again man tell the people how they could get a hold of you.
1: Uh, give your give your your shout out sweet thanks thanks for having me man and uh every on Insta- follow me on instagram uh, i under blanquillos if you know spanish that means eggs
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh and uh, that's where i post all my shows mm-hmm. also uh uh there's a, I have a lot of episodes with a no father no problem podcast mm-hmm. and i post on instagram on uh, my shows also under the under that platform and uh, the, so that's where you can find me and uh I'll be, I'll be sharing my show, my shows with you, too, man. Uh, yeah, let me know. I wanna, I wanna,
0: yeah, I want to stop going out there. I want to go out there.
1: Have some of our, our UPS brothers and sisters come through, man. Uh, oh, yeah. I've, I do not do any work material yet. Mm-hmm, I'll mm-hmm. wait till I retire or something, you know? Yeah. Just because, again, uh, I do not want to come off wrong and, you know, like I said, I make our, our work look bad, you know? You know
0: what's <laughs> funny? The guy's route that I took over, uh, the guy that had his route before him, his, yes. name, his last name was Kaczynski. He was actually a comedian. Now that I think about it, he was a comedian, and he would go up and do little little bits. This is fucking 20, 30 years ago. But I remember one time, he could they wouldn't give him the day off, and he went and took his route out. It was a nice resi around Tustin'. Yes. He didn't have shit in his pants. He no. Just shit, yeah, he just shit his pants. I think he used one of that as a bit. <laughs> I mean, he shit his pants, and he had to drive back in and shit all over the seat. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, man, let's get out of it, man. Once again, thank you for c- coming on the show, and uh, to my listeners out there, I love you guys, man. I'll see you guys in I don't know about a week. Uh, let me yeah. see, well, any quick updates? I'll I'll get back to you guys soon. Once again, uh, shout out to everyone that are UPSers. Uh, I got you guys' this back, man. The Raider State Podcast is here. Uh, we're we're gonna be here 24/7 watching what's going on, man. It's it's we're living in some. Uh, some crazy times, man, but uh, let's not stress about it. Uh, kick back, relax, and, and enjoy the ride. All right? I'll talk to you guys soon. All Peace. Right? Peace.